it looks like we're live. Yes, we are live. I'm your co-host, Jared, and we have your host, Andrew, over here. Hello. Uh, so today, uh, we're going to be talking about the life of Katherine Johnson and how she started out. So it says here that she was born in Virginia in 1918. That's uh, just about the time of the Roaring Twenties when the economy was booming. Yeah, yeah. Her parents must have went in some serious debt after that. <laughs> so, and then at, at 13, she started high school, and uh, it says she really loved math. That's probably what led her in her career, don't you think, Jaren? Yeah. By 18, she said she already already graduated college at West Virginia State College. That that had been pretty impressive for nowadays standards, too. Yeah, and uh, she started teaching at a black public public school, and then later in 1939, she quit her teaching job and uh, started teaching at a graduate school. In 1953, it looks like she started a job at NACA, which is now called NASA, but then called National Advisory Committee of Aeronautics. Yeah, as a computer. Yeah, and so the computers back then, that's what they did all the math for the flying. Yeah. So she probably had some uh, serious math skills built. Yeah, that. yeah, and so her husband died in 1956. Okay. Yeah, cancer. That yeah. that probably led her back into ha- having to get a job more because her husband. Yeah, like she probably had to work overtime with yeah. her kids. I'm and pretty so, sure she had two kids. I think. Yeah, and then later in 1957, uh, she launched the Soviet the Soviet satellite Sputnik, which, which is, it did change history because it was the first time we ever launched anything really into space. In the 1957, she proved some math for the she provided some math for the 1958 document notes of fake technology. Which yeah, and helped which what started out her career. Yeah, and those notes were really helpful with like the future of uh, space flight, and it really helped uh, kind of pave the way for NASA later yeah. in the later 60s. In 1960, she co-authored determination of. Osmic angle of burnout for placing a satellite over a selected Earth position. That's a long name for a document. <laughs> anyway, that that was the first time anyone had ever co-authored, or a female had ever co-authored on a paper, and especially a black female, which really helped uh, NASA and their segregation rules. You know what I mean? After and after NACA changed to NASA, they got rid of all their segregation laws. Which before then she had to walk all the way over to the black side of the campus to be able to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and that's so, pretty insane back then. Yeah, that someone would do that. Yeah, luckily we got the we got Kennedy kind of mm-hmm. changed that. Yeah, and then so later in 1962, uh, she started doing some math for the flight with John Glenn. Uh, you might know him from uh, NASA; he was one of the first astronauts. And uh, this is what probably what she's most known for. When asked about what she was most proud of, of her contributions on the project, Apollo's lunar model for the Lunar Orbiting Command and Service model, or that's what she said was her most proud contributions to. Yeah, yeah, I think if I was her, that would be probably be my uh, most uh, proud thing too. Because like, if I got a man to the moon, like, I'd be pretty insane. That's that's pretty insane. Yeah, especially the first one to ever walk the moon. Yeah, and then even later in her life, she started working on the space shuttle and the Earth Resources Technology satellite. She authored and co-authored 26 research papers in her time of 33 years at Langley. That is in, pretty insane. Like I don't think I don't yeah. think I, I don't think I've done 26 papers in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so later she she retired in 1986 after like 33 years at Langley. Jeez. 
I mean, she 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 said she loved going to work every day. So I mean, she really loved. It. I mean, I guess I can understand that. Yeah. Probably like anyone else in their career, if you really just love something, you really can do it yeah. for that long. If you love what you do, you never have to work in your life. This is one of her greatest achievements in nineteen and nineteen. Twenty fifteen, she was awarded at ninety seven the Presidential Medal of Freedom for the which is the highest civilian honor. That's pretty insane. To be able to, for President Barack Obama to be able to do that for her, that's really honoring. Her. Yeah. And then, Sadly, uh, in February twenty fourth of this year, twenty twenty, at the age of hundred and one, she sadly died. That's yeah. that's a long life, though. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, imagine that's, all the sense, like all the technology changes she saw. Yeah, and she contributed to it a lot of that's it. Insane, bro! Like yeah. to the moon and all that. Like yeah, like seeing she, that. Like right now, I don't. Even, I'm, I can't imagine how, what they were going through back then because I just think yeah, <laughs> space technology is yeah. kind of something that's there. Yeah, it's like she went from being a teach a school teacher to like literally getting a man to the moon. Like that's insane. Uh, actually, I'm pretty sure John Glennon said Glenn said they were they were wanting to run all that whole space flight on just computers. But John Glenn what, said he was not trusting his hands in a computer that sometimes glitched out and stuff. So he, he made Catherine redo all the math to make sure it was correct that they gave the computers. That way he he'd know that he was safe. Yeah, without and her, it turns out that she was right. Yeah, without without her, we probably would not have gone to the moon. Yeah, we would not have as much uh, space technology. It won the race. Today. Yeah, but that's the end of today's podcast: the history of computers. We'll see you.